listening to Ranking Tracks, part of CKCC Radio. And now your host, Jeff Trellowitz. And welcome back to Ranking Tracks here on CKCC Radio. And this is a landmark episode. This is huge. This is episode number 50. Now, of course, with this being only a bi-weekly show, it really should be episode number 100. But it's not. It's episode 50. And that's still impressive in that in, in its own right. So I want to thank the audience for those who have listened to. I know I don't necessarily always cover the, the best albums. And that's by design. I want you to step out of your comfort zone, just like I do from time to time. And I've got a couple albums coming up that are definitely out of my comfort zone. So those should be fun, or at least interesting, to uh, to to partake. But that's not what we're here to talk about this week. We're here to talk about an album that turns 50 years old this year. It is epic. It is by one of the biggest names in rock and roll history. It is, of course, David Bowie. And we are talking about the album, which I have always incorrectly said the title. I always assumed, and I guess that's on me, that the title was just simply The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust. That is incorrect. Now ask yourself and be honest, have you been saying it wrong too? You have, haven't you? It's okay to admit, I just did, because the full title... (laughs) as if that wasn't a strange one enough, is actually the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Because Spiders from Mars is the name of the backing band on this album. So, it makes sense, but it is also a mouthful, and it just makes this album even more epic. Now, this was another album I had never listened to from start to finish. I'd only known two songs off the album so it was fun to sit down and listen and i'm going to shock you with what the number one song is because it's not something that you would probably expect so let's go ahead and get started talking about it the album started being recorded on july 9th 1971 going all the way through to february 1972 it was released on June 16, 1972, it is 11 tracks for a total of only 38 minutes and 29 seconds. And it has two genres. One, I completely agree with. The second, I have no idea what it is. The number one genre is glam rock because it's David Bowie. He pretty much invented the term. Even if he didn't, it was invented for him. So that is agreeable. And then there is something called proto-punk, which, damned if I know what that means. There were only really three uh, singles, although two were released together as an A and a A plus, A, B side, I guess. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to those when we get to them. But yeah, I, was, I, I really enjoyed this album. Again, having never actually listened to it from start to finish, it was a good listen. I highly recommend the album because, again, it's David Bowie. Do I really need to say more? All right, so let's go ahead and start the countdown. And the first song that I'm going to talk about is going to be track number 
two on the album. For me, it's number 11. The song is called Soul Love. And the lyrics are Stone Love. She kneels before the grave, a brave son who gave his life to save the slogans that hover between the headstone and her eyes, for they penetrate her grieving. New love, a boy and a girl are talking. New words that only they can share in. New words, a love so strong it tears their hearts to sleep through the fleeting hours of morning. Love is careless in its choosing, sweeping over cross and baby. Love descends on those defenseless. Idle love will spark the fusion. Inspirations have I none, just to touch the flaming dove. All I have is my love of love, and love is not loving. I mean, there's some certain deep meanings there, and there's certain that make you scratch your head. Like, exactly what is he talking about? But again, who am I to question the musical genius that is David Bowie? So, in at number 11 is the song Soul Love. The next song that I want to talk about is track number 7. For me, it's number 10. The song is called Star. Johnny went to fight in Belfast. Rudy stayed home to starve. I can make it all worthwhile as a rock and roll star. Bevan tried to change their nation. Sonny wants to turn the world. Well, he can tell you that he tried. I can make a transformation as a rock and roll star. So inviting, so enticing to play the part. I could play the wild mutation as a rock and roll star. I can do with the money. I'm so wiped out with the things as they are. I'd send my photograph to my honey and I'd come on like a regular superstar. I mean... Again, a lot of the lyrics on this album are really up for interpretation. And I'm not going to sit here and try to question, again, David Bowie for some of these lyrics. I'm just going to read them to you and, you know, pick and choose what I can. But, I mean, you, you look at this album in itself and it's part storyteller, part rock opera, even though he hated that term from what I was reading as I researched the album. You know, there are certain songs that are definitely connected to each other just from the titles alone. And then there are other ones that seem to be just there to fill in the gaps of the album. Because this isn't the only song with the word star in the title on this album. So, like I said, there are certain ones that are definitely connected. There are ones that you could say there are definitely... You could see the connection there. And then there are ones that are just like, all right, well, that's a song there. So in at number 10 is the song Star. And when I tell you I'm not even going to attempt to analyze the lyrics of the next song, because I just can't. I'm talking about track number three. For me, it's number nine. It's Moonage Daydream. Again, these are the lyrics. I am not making them up. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama-papa coming for you. I'm the space invader. I'll be rock and roll bitch for you. Keep your mouth shut. You're squawking like a pink monkey bird. Pink monkey bird? Huh? And I'm busting up my brains for the words. Keep your electric eye on me, babe. Put your ray gun to my head. Press your space face close to mine. Love, freak out, and a moonage daydream. Oh, yeah. 
Now, I often talk about the relatability of a song when I'm breaking stuff down, but I cannot in a million years connect or relate to your squawking like a pink monkey bird. I got nothing. Which is probably why this song is as low as it is. And this is one of those albums that there really wasn't a bad song. But again, to rank an album, something has to go low. Uh, this is one of the more well-known songs off the album. Probably because of how completely random the lyrics are. I'd be willing to bet that's why. I mean, there's, there's nothing else I can say to that other than my new favorite insult will be to call somebody a pink monkey bird. If I call you a pink monkey bird, you know I'm being serious. Although, how can you call someone a pink monkey bird with a straight face? Moving on! And next up, we're going to talk about a song called Lady Stardust. It is track number six. For me, it's track number nine. People stared at the makeup on his face, laughed at his long black hair, his animal grace. A boy in the bright blue jeans jumped on the stage. Lady Stardust sang his songs of darkness and disgrace. And he was all right. The band was all together. And he was all right. The song went on forever. Yes, he was awful nice, really quite out of sight, and he sang all night long. Again, just a quick observation that this is about the transformation we get from David Bowie to the glam rocker that would evolve into Ziggy Stardust although again a character like Ziggy Stardust is asexual could be dude could be lady right now leaning more toward the lady bits so uh we got Lady Stardust but again we will get more on the Stardust aspect of it uh, with the next song because for me the next song is called Ziggy Stardust, and it is now track number nine. And the lyrics for Ziggy Stardust go, Oh, oh yeah. Ziggy played guitar, jamming good with Weird and Gilly and the Spiders from Mars. He played it left hand, but made it too far. Became the special man, then we were Ziggy's band. Ziggy really sang, screwed up eyes and screwed down hairdo. Like some cat from Japan, he could lick him by smiling, he could leave him to hang. They came on, oh so loaded man, well hung and snow white tan. Again, can't really relate to the lyrics. I have no musical talent, which is why I am talking about music instead of performing it. But again, Ziggy Stardust became a character all to his own. Everyone knows, you look at the picture of Ziggy Stardust and you know immediately it's either Ziggy Stardust or David Bowie. There's no mistaking who the character is. And again, for an album that is now 50 years old, that tells you how much this has, you know, stood the test of time. So that is Ziggy Stardust. Not to be confused with Lady Stardust, which came just before Next song we're going to talk about, for me, it's song number six on the album. It's actually song number ten. And I 
have been kind of dreading this one because I know I'm going to say it wrong because I always thought it was Suffrage City, but it is not. It is Suffragetti City. So let's talk a little bit about Suffragetti City. Hey, man. Oh, leave me alone, you know. Hey, man. Oh, Henry, get off the phone. I gotta. Hey, man, I gotta straighten my face. This mellow, thick, this mellow thigh chick just got my spine out of place. Hey. Hey, man. My school day's insane. Hey, man. My work's down the drain. Hey, man. Well, she's a total blam blam. She said she had to squeeze it, but then she... Oh, don't lean on me, man, because you don't, you can't afford the ticket. I'm buff on back on Suffragetti City. Oh, don't lean on me, man, because you ain't got the time to check it. You know my Suffragetti City is out of sight. She's all right. Now, again, for those that have listened to the previous 49 other podcasts, not a huge fan of repeating certain words, but the, hey, man, kind of got a little old real fast. Which, again, is why it's as low, you know, halfway through the album. Definitely would have been higher up other than that. This is one of the singles that was released. It was a B-side to a song that was then re-released on its own. So, uh, we don't actually have rankings for it, though. I'm not quite sure why. But, it again, it's a well-known song even for people who can't get the title straight until now. Not pointing any fingers at me. I'm guilty. The next song that we're going to talk about is the second single. It is the last track on the album. For me, it's number five. It's Rock and Roll Suicide. Tom takes a cigarette, puts it in your mouth. You pull on your finger, then another finger, then your cigarette. This wall-to-wall is calling. If fingers, then you forget. Oh, you're a rock and roll suicide. You're too old to lose it, too young to choose it. The clock walls so patiently on your song, or the clock waits so patiently on your song, excuse me. You walk past the cafe, but you don't eat when you've lived too long. Again, not really relatable. And, I mean, it's a fun song, which is why it is number five on the list, but I'm also not a huge fan of songs with the word suicide in the title, but that's just me. And now on to song number four. It is track number eight. It is called Hang On To Yourself. Oh, she's tongue. She's a tongue-twisting storm. Comes to the show tonight, praying to the light machine. She wants my honey, not my money. She's a funky thigh collector, living on the electric dream. Come on, come on. We got a really good thing going. Come on, come on. If you think we're going to make it, you better hang on to yourself. I mean, we got a wild chick coming to the show tonight. And uh, if you think you're going to survive, you better hang on. That's what I take away from this song. It's a, like, upbeat, fun, just, you know, I enjoyed this one more. Like, this was one of my favorite songs off the album. This is about the point that it gets really good for me. Four on on this album. So, in at number four is the song Hang On To Yourself. In at number three is the only song not actually written by David Bowie on this album. In fact, it is indeed a cover song originally done by Ron Davies. The song is called It Ain't Easy. 
When you climb to the top of the mountain, look out over the sea. Think about the places, perhaps, where a young man could be. Then you can jump back down to the rooftops, look out over the town. Think about all the strange things circulating round. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. It ain't easy to get to heaven when you're going down. Again, lyrics are up to interpretation, so I'm not even going to try with this one. But I just liked the message to it that, you know, again, it, it definitely does rate a little bit higher on the relatability scale as opposed to, you know, songs about aliens and funky blue monkeys or whatever it was. So, yeah, I enjoyed this one. And now I'm going to talk about the other single off the album, which is the most popular song off the album, which I think most people assumed, because I probably would have assumed it was my number one song. That, of course, being Starman, which is track number four. But for me, it fails to reach number one. It, it is number two. Of course, it, it was a pretty big hit across the world. Here in the U.S., it was number 19 on the Billboard Rock. It got, as far as charts, it was number 6 on the Euro Digital Song Sales. And it was number 7 in Spain. Number 9 in Israel. Number 4 in France. But that is verification needed, apparently. So, But it is, I mean, I, I've recently even seen it in a car commercial recently. So it is still getting its play. And the lyrics are, of course, Didn't know what time it was, the lights were low. I leaned back on my radio. Some cat were laying, was laying down some rock and roll. Lot of soul, he said. Then the light sound did seem to fade. Came back like a slow voice on the wave of phase. There weren't no DJ. That was hazy cosmic jive. There's a star man waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks he'd blow our minds. There's a star man waiting in the sky. He told us not to blow it, because he knows it's all worthwhile. He told me, let the children lose it. Let the children use it. Let all the children boogie. Yeah. Song about alien invasion. But it's a poppy song about alien invasion, and I enjoy it. Of course, fits in with the rest of the... Uh, star and stardust songs definitely part of the original theme and that leads us to just one more song on the countdown song number one for me is track number one the song is called five years pushing through the market square so many mothers sighing news had just come over we had five years left to cry in news guys wept and told us earth was really dying cried so much his face was wet then i knew he was not lying i heard telephones opera house favorite melodies i saw boys toys electric irons and tvs my brain hurt like a warehouse it had no room to spare i had to cram so many things to store in there and all the fat skinny people and all the tall short people and all the nobody people and all the somebody people i never thought i'd need so many people i mean again kind of relatable world seems to be falling apart and never knew how many people you need to get through the day so for me as soon as the song played I just went barely even into the song I was invested 
and I was like, okay, I think I want to actually read the rest of the lyrics as the song plays because of how much I'm just like, I, I understand exactly where this song is coming. All right, so that is going to wrap up the 50th episode of Ranking Tracks here on CKCC Radio. Again, I want to thank you all for listening to 49 previous episodes of me rambling about my love of music. I hope I've inspired you to listen to more albums from start to finish. I'm so glad I came up with this concept. I'm looking forward to more music that I probably would not have listened to on my own. Because, again, I think the art of listening to an album from start to finish, especially in this digital age, is gone. And I'm glad that I can do it, and I hope I've inspired you to do it as well. Like I said, I've got plans for so much more. 50 is just the beginning. So, again, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank CKCC Radio for giving me a platform to do this. And just keep coming back for more. With Valentine's Day being in less than two weeks, I think when I come back to you next time, I'm going to talk about some of my favorite love songs. And I've got a concept I want to try. So we'll see how that goes. In the meantime, check out the other great shows here on CKCC Radio. Check out some of our partner shows as well. There is something for everybody. I don't care what your interest is. You will find it here on CKCC Radio or along with our other partner shows. Thank you for listening, and have a good one, everybody.